purpose of something tremendous. Y'all ought to get excited about that. And I'm talking to the believers on today. Everybody can get on board, but I'm talking to the believers on today that we are on the precipice of something tremendous. Amen? Now, now, you know what, how we would say when we were coming up? Now, I was a fighter when I was a little girl, y'all. And I don't mind telling you, I had a nickname, and they called me Dirty Red because, you know, they always sent me to fight. But so now, we, we understood and we knew what fighting words were. Amen. So these are shouting words. I'll repeat that again. We are on the precipice of something big, something gigantic happening in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Now you can sit there and look like you had a hangover from last night all you want to, but I'm going to talk to the faith walkers on this side. We are on something, we're on the precipice of something big happening in the kingdom. God is about to release his glory to the kingdom walkers, to the kingdom talkers. That's why you have got to act like you know something. Come on, knock yourself on the head and say, get yourself together and get in the game. God is up to something big. Woo, are you excited about that? Hallelujah. Now, I want to bust your bubble but just for a minute. I'm not talking about no cars, houses, nothing like that. I'm talking about his glory because we work in Amen. I missed a lot of opportunities in my life, but I can't miss this one. Amen. Look at your neighbor side. I can't miss this one because I want to be in the glory move. There are some moves going around. Amen. There are some false moves. There are some false prophets. There are some false words going around, but this is the glory move. Woo! So you got to get unlazy. Amen. Let me say that again. Not very correctly said, but you got to get unlazy and you got to get yourself in the mode of seeking the face of God. Amen. We can't be so busy seeking everything else but God. And then when it comes to him, we give him what's left over. Somebody say, Lord, help me. Amen. Lord, help me. Hallelujah. So I want to speak to you for just a few minutes from the topic. What's hindering your faith? Amen. What's hindering your faith? And I'm going to do something a little different here. I'm going to be interjecting some of Apostle Sermon notes here. So it's going to be like you hearing him preach today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So what's hindering your faith? Now, I want to tell you, as I said before, I'm not talking about faith for things. Because many of us will believe God for things. Amen. And if we don't get it right away, we'll keep trying and we'll keep trying and we'll keep trying, amen, until we see it come into fruition. But I'm talking about uh, believing God on a whole different level. You know, it even takes faith to live right. Hello, amen. The Bible said without faith, it is impossible to please God. And because there are so many different avenues or so many different offerings that we have, People are doing their own thing in the name of Jesus. Amen? So it takes faith even to serve and to believe God. Amen? It takes faith. But I want to tell you this. Um, well, I ask you the question again. What have your faith done lately? Amen? Apostle said this. He said, when you think big, heaven is your only limit. Woo, let me put that out again. When you think big... 
Heaven is your only limit. Amen. So what he was saying to us, he said he was saying that many times we think too small and we put God in a box and he's really uh, uh, beckoning us and begging us to let me out, let me out, let me out of the box. Amen. I don't know if any of you ever had a dog and you had to leave home and you had to put that dog in the cage. Because if you didn't put the dog in the cage, he'd be all around chewing up your shoes and your socks and doing everything he wanted to do in the house. So you lock that bad boy up until you get home. Amen? Amen. So when you get home now, the dog is jumping around and moving and growling and moaning because he wants to get out of the cage so at least I can sniff around and find out what's in the house. Amen? So God is saying today, I need you to let me out of the cage he said, what will determine your breakthrough is your mind. Amen. If you are coming with a mind to receive, then God will do something in you. Amen. 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 So what's hindering your faith? Amen. So changing the trajectory of our thinking. Put your hand on your own head and say, I got to change how I think. It will cause my senses to react in a different manner. Amen. So, you know, when we talk about the word trajectory, I'll say that real slow, trajectory, it means your target. Amen. So when I'm changing how I think about something, I'm going to see it different. I'm going to uh, confess differently, and I'm going to act differently. Amen. I want to let you know that we read this so often over in the book of Ephesians, how the Bible says, now to the intent that the principalities, and I'm kind of mixing this up a little bit or doing it in my own version. The Lord wants the principalities and the powers that are circulating in this earth. Listen, I don't care if you don't know Christ as your savior, you know that there is a demonic influence in this land today. Amen. Because who, who else gets up and decides to go on a shooting spree just because somebody's in the mall and you take your gun and you just spray like you're crazy? There's a demonic influence in our land. Amen? But God is saying that, he says, I want my people to use their faith so that we can speak to whatever demonic influence that wants to take over our families, take over our finances, take over our children, take over our schools. He says, I want you to use your faith and begin to think different, begin to see different, begin to confess different, begin to act different and speak to that demonic influence and command it to loose its hold. Can I get three people to say amen? You got to understand who you are we are not just anybody off the street. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. We are the redeemed of the Lord. And the Bible said, oh, I felt like squalling on that one. The Bible said that we can say so. But if we are not rooted and grounded in our faith, glory to God. If when we come to church, our bodies are here, but our minds are not here to receive the word, then guess what? We are empty in our faith. So when the devil comes in like a flood, ooh, the, the, spirit, the, the scripture says the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. But if we don't have anything to fight with because we are so empty, we can't speak to any demonic force and command it to come down. No, we can't speak to anything the devil wants to do and command it to obey us because we are empty. 
We are empty. Somebody raise your hands and say, Lord, fill me up. Come on, fill me with your word. Fill me with your anointing. Fill me with your power. Glory to God. Y'all know how we are about food, right? Amen. We, we don't want nobody to mess with our food. We got to have that food, right? That, you know, that fried chicken. I was looking how, how much fried chicken was circulating at the twins' uh, celebration. Everybody was passing over the baked chicken. Because we want that fried stuff, that soup cooler greasy stuff. You know, that's going to go down and make our stomachs feel good. But sometimes, guess what? We got to pass by that stuff just like it's not good for us to have fried chicken on a daily basis. Woo, y'all, I'm learning. The, the older I get, I'm learning better now. Woo, I didn't know. I didn't want to hear it years back. Y'all, young people hear me, all right? But some things we learn as we grow. Amen? So listen to me. We've got to be oily. God have mercy. We got to have God's oil on us to be able to operate in this level of faith that God wants to take us to. I was studying, I'm trying to stay right on my script, but I was studying this message that I bring about the different uh, levels or the different types of oil. And I would hear my dad say, he said, I don't like certain oil because uh, when, you, when you heat by that, and I forget which one it was, it's too light. And as soon as you open the door, the air would come in, and now the house is cold. Amen. So now, but now when we, that, that's a person now that comes to church and you're not really here. You just came to church to check the box off. Your oil is too light. Oh, my God. Your oil is too light and you have no fighting power. Amen. And that's why we see these big trucks and they're using diesel fuel. Because they just can't use any kind of fuel. Amen. That fuel has got to be able to take that 18-wheeler in places that our cars can't go. It's got to be able to fortify that engine so that when it needs to fight, it have the power to fight. It have the power to go. The Lord is saying today, check your oil. Some of us need oil changes. And I might be a girl, but I keep up on that. Oh, yes, sir. I don't want to listen. I ain't got to wait to Trey to call me and say, Mama, did you change your oil? Oh, I got that, baby. Why? Because I'm trying. Listen, I'm not one of those ones that want to have a car payment every four years. Oh, I ride the wheels off of mine. I don't know about y'all. So I try to keep it clean a little bit, keep everything in place, because I don't want to have that on me. Amen? So I keep that oil changed. I keep it changed so that it can circulate in the engine. And guess what? If it fails, it don't be because I failed to change my oil. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, some things are going to come up against us, but don't let yourself be the corporate as to why you failed. Somebody say, Lord, strengthen my faith. Come on. I need a faith move. Amen. So that means that we got to get in the word. The older saints used to say, get in the word and stay there. <laughs> stay till Jesus come. In other words, eat it, regurgitate it, let it become real in you so that when it is time to fight, our faith can produce something. Oh, my God, let me tell you this again. So when we change how we think, then we will see things different. We will confess things different and we will act different. Amen. Are you hearing me? Let me repeat it. We will see things different. So that means that I'm not calling it like I see it. 
We face bad news. Listen, all you got to do is take the remote, pop the TV on, and the news anchor knows how to tell you who died right away. Amen? So I'm not calling things like I see it, but I'm speaking the word of God because now my faith is producing something. Come on. I'm speaking it. Yep, my children might be acting up. My, my checkbook might be a little low. Come on. I might be having problems on my job, but I'm not seeing it the way it is. Am I talking to somebody today? I'm not operating in what is true, but I'm operating in what the truth of the matter is. It may be true that we are dealing with some things in our world. It's true because our physical eyes can see it. Amen? But the Bible said, look at your neighbor say, but the Bible said, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It might be true that I'm dealing with things in my mind, 